but I caught like six conference league games this past week. Damn. Yeah, bro, I went in, dude, and it's pure chaos. All right, so let's start with conference league. It's like the Copa Libertadores of uh, Europe. Oh, okay. There's been so many penalty shootouts. There's been so many dramatic moments so far that I want to talk about the draw that happened with the Europa Conference League. Yeah. Fiorentina being matched up against Lech Poznan? Lech Poznan, the Polish team. Yeah, Polish. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've seen Fiorentina. I've seen Fiorentina and Poznan play. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Poznan have surprised me that they've made it this far. I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, there's, they're a really solid team, very organized, very little flair, I'll say. Okay. They just kind of get the job done if they can. They had Jura Gardens as their opponent in this most recent round, and they did pretty well. They got the job done at home, and then they went on the road, and there's a red card. And it allowed oh, them to kind of just calm things down, get a couple goals, and see damn, the and man. see the result out. So they've damn. stuck to it, and I'm I'll give them yeah, that. I'm seeing a five nil yeah. victory. Yeah, yeah, God the, damn. The, 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 the first leg that they played in Poland was everything, God damn. bro. Uh, but Jurgen, that's the thing is that they had a good game at home, but Poznan just stayed sturdy. Good, they they're a really good. sturdy team. I just I don't sounds see. Polish. I, <laughs> right, right. Sounds There's like the talent. Poland. That's the Poland I know, man. God damn. Yeah, yeah. They're so good. Stout. But they just But they got offense to them. I th- have goals? I think it's gonna be more so that Deer Gardens has ah, a little leaky okay. defense. Okay. Because in the past round, they barely got through, I think, by one goal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I really do think that was more on Deer Gardens rather than Poznan. But again, Poznan are very organized and they will be tough to beat. I just don't think they're a title winning team. Okay. And Fiorentina? Fiorentina, I don't think they've had a hard draw yet, bro. They're dominating this league, bro. Absolutely dominating. They had Sporting Braga in their first knockout round, which I thought was going to be a really that great like a good tie. Matchup, yeah, because yeah, you know Braga third place. They were beating Benfica like in January, and they had a decent group stage, I think, in the Europa League actually that got them into the Conference League because they finished in third place in a tough group. But they got fucking killed by Fiorentina, man. Murdered. And Fiorentina barely broke a sweat, bro. They went into Portugal and they got out with a 5-0 dub. It was that simple for the Italians. And they then played against Sivaspor in the next round, a Turkish team. And uh, that one was really interesting because I saw that game in Turkey. Bro. Talk about a hostile environment, Fuck. man. I would never want to go to a Sivasport game as an away supporter. Really? It was never. That, it, was it, that, it, it was that intense, bro. Oh. Uh, a lot of supporters are like dressed in all black. And the so, it, yeah, it, it makes a really interesting like color format in the stands. It's just very yeah. intimidating. Yeah. Like incredibly intimidating. It's also very loud. It's very God, loud. Man. The stands are right on it. And also the pitch is... The pitch is, it's, it's, it's an ugly pitch. <laughs> it's ugly, bro. So like nothing looks aesthetic, you know, okay, yeah. nothing looks like kind or pleasing to the eyes. So it's just a very, very intimidating atmosphere. But Fiorentina went there. They went to that atmosphere yes. and they got out with a three, one win four one then. And, yeah. uh, yeah, absolutely good. The, the goal that was scored by. Uh, the Turkish player, Erdogan, banger. Absolute oh, sure. banger. It's like a 23-yard screamer. But other than that, Fiorentina, they had no problem, bro. Damn, They dude. had no problem. So I think this one's Fiorentina's all day. Okay. All, all day. Right. All right. There's a genuine chance that Italy could win all three European tournaments. That'd be crazy, bro. That would be crazy. That'd be crazy. That, whoa, that'd be insane, bro. I've never seen anything like that. We're like, well, we never had conference league, but... But just domination, domination in both like tiers. That. And I just... 
would be so surprised with the way that league is going. <laughs> I know, man. Because no one can compete with Napoli. That would make them. That would make the country Serie A. That would make them genuine European giants. Wow. If they win all three European tournaments. The other matchups that we have is Basel against Nice. Anything there? We got yeah. Nice, the uh, French squad, who I've never been convinced with this whole season. Yeah. Somehow finding their way in the quarterfinals of this tournament against uh, Basel, who is from Switzerland. Uh, I believe that's Mo Salah's old club. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, Basel, they had a crazy round of 16, bro. Down 2-0 in the second leg, and they ended up getting two late-ish goals to equalize the tie. And I believe it went into penalties yeah. to seal the deal. And they got it done. But it was wild because I remember I watched like the first 60 minutes. I was like, ah. I remember thinking, I was like, damn, Slova and Bratislava showed up. They are playing really good. They do not look like they're going to be beaten by this Basel side. So I flipped over to a different game. And then I look back. It's 2-1. I'm like, okay, interesting. <laughs> and then boom, 2-2. Two, two, I'm like, all right, let's go, let's back, go back to let's it. Let's go back. Let's, let's go back to it. They, they, they flipped it. They completely That's flipped crazy. it. I saw the highest later. I was like, wow, they just got some sort of motivation out of nowhere, found it in themselves to get that goal. And when I saw when they got the first goal, they're like, finally, they're like, come on, we're better than this. And then that led them to get that second goal. And I guess they got a little lucky on penalties, but they go through, they're playing nice. And kind of like you, I'm still not fully convinced. Obviously they have some big name players, yeah. but I would say yeah. maybe that's about it. They are a good team, but they played Sheriff Tiraspol in the mm -hmm. last round. And, Tiraspol just, they they don't have anything going for them offensively. So Nice realistically just had to figure out how to score, and that's all they had to think about. And they were able to pull it off. Yeah, that, that Basel game, I actually I checked, I saw the penalty shootout live for that one. Okay. I remember looking back at how the whole game had gone. I was like, holy shit, Basel has a chance to steal the game here, especially away from home. And I just remember watching that penalty shootout and just feeling the whole crowd just become deflated, man. Took the air out of the stadium, yeah. seeing Basel just win the shootout. The, the way they're reacting was like if they were seeing their fathers get beaten up. Yeah. It was so demoralizing <laughs> the way this squad was going about losing. And Basel ended up winning the fucking match. And on the other side, Sheriff, man, I feel like ever since that contextually, that incredible Champions League run they had where they actually beat Real Madrid, who then went on to win the Champions League that year. I feel like ever since that moment when they were at the Santiago Bernabeu and they won 2-1 and they stole a victory there and it was the greatest victory in their club's history, <laughs> ever since that moment, they've just been slowly declining. Yeah. And you see it happen to so many European teams that aren't part of like the top 50 squads in the world. They can have these really magical runs, but then in the following years, maybe they don't make Champions League. Maybe they, they go to Europa League or they go to Conference League or they don't even make it at all. And I feel like with Sheriff, that's exactly what they're going through right now. Exactly. When I, every time I've been seeing them, like just on the score sheet or just seeing them lined up against a squad to play, I'm like, ah, yeah, they're not could have been, man. Because yeah. there's a time where I was really excited about the Shetty squad. Um, but ultimately, you know, that was the highlight was beating Real Madrid. And now they're losing against Nice in the round of 16 in the conference. Yeah. League. And that'll probably be it, man. I don't think they'll be back. I don't think they'll be back. The The game looked pretty grim from a TDS Bull side. They could not create much, bro. So who do you have winning between Basel and Nice? Oh, man. Yeah. What's interesting about that is Basel played a good game against Bratislava. That game was so even. I think the first leg also ended 2-2. So either team could have gone through. Basel are a good side. <sighs> nice just have a little bit more ability to do something crazy just because of the skill set that they naturally possess. But, you know, Basel can stick to it. They can stick to a task. 
I guess I'm just going to go Nice just because they play in League One. Okay. I'm just going to go pure. You're gonna go, uh, I'm going to go coefficient. I'm going to go pure coefficient <laughs> on this one. But honestly, I would not be surprised if Basel keep it tight and get a tight win in the second leg. I think given the fact that Basel almost got knocked out, man, almost got knocked out in that quarterfinal, I'm going to go with Nice. At the very least, Nice has momentum winning 4-1 in their right, last draw. Right. Like, There's a little bit more there. Um, yeah, but Slovan were good opponents, though. Yeah. That's the thing. They, okay. Like, Basel had to really fucking work, mm-hmm. whereas Nice I realistically didn't. Yeah. I mean, even then, though, what's funny is like Nice, I think, is better in the league uh, right now than like Rems. <laughs> We've been highlighting <laughs> Rems like crazy. I think Nice is actually in a better spot. Rems finally lost. Finally, Rest bro. In peace. It's March. Rest in peace, man. <laughs> they finally Rest lost. In peace. The streak is done the for Rams. Done, bro. It was like what, fifteen fucking games or some bullshit. It was like sixteen, seventeen. They lost nuts. to Marseille. Uh, I think it was three to two. No, something two like to that. One, two to one, double from Sanchez. Double from Sanchez. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah, it was time. It was time. But what a crazy run. What a run. Okay, on the other side of the Europa <laughs> Conference League, we have probably the favorite to win it right now. Premier League side West Ham mm. facing off against Belgian side Ghent. Ghent had a crazy tie against Istanbul, but Shakhtar here. It was nil-nil for the first 30 minutes. But actually had a really good 10 minutes. I was like, oh, okay. If they keep playing like this, they're going to get the win out of this. It's just, it's going to be clockwork. In Turkey, I was like, easy does it. Easy pickings. Let's go. After the 10th minute, though, Gen started to, you know, get in, get back into the game. And I was very intrigued by that. <laughs> I, oh. went, I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, oh so we have a game now. Thank yeah. God. It's going to be even at the very least. <laughs> 30th minute, the first goal cracks in. One nil to Ghent. Epa. They take over. Two minutes later, it's three nil. Holy shit. One of the fastest hat tricks, by the way. Oh shit. I have ever seen. It was nuts. Gift is his first name. I forget his last name, but he's a Nigerian player. Okay. Playing for Ghent. I think he started somewhere in Scandinavia with like in Norway. Top right now, man. Top right now. OC man. Now we got my boy Gift. Gift. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just crazy. They uh, Ghent as a as a team as a whole completely flipped the tie because they just kept feeding him. You know, he it wasn't like solo goals oh. or like bangers out from outside the box. Wow. It was just pure teamwork, getting the ball to the right player in the right spot, and then from there being clinical. But Shashir got ripped apart, bro. Bruh. They got ripped apart. It was actually kind of pathetic at the end of the day because I was like, dude, like. Come on. <laughs> Dude, then, then the crowd shit must be all... Yeah. It's all talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two, two. Bro, <laughs> we're, talk, we're talking about two, four, one results for the away team yes. in Turkey. Yep. So if uh, maybe or maybe it's on the clubs. Maybe it's on the teams. They just don't live up to the incredible atmospheres that Turkey provides. Yeah, I will say over what the... What the fuck is that about? Yeah, it's bro. bad. Four? Oh, yeah, four, bro. Four. Four. <laughs> over the whole 90... But Shakhtar looked pretty poor. And God. the same thing can be said about Steve Aspor. Like, God. they have some feisty moments, but that is literally it. Turkish football, not looking good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just how it that's is. A take away. That's, the, that's, that's a, a takeaway. That's a takeaway, bro. Yeah. Hey, and Belgium, looking solid. Solid. No, okay. They're able to maintain their integrity and then just be really clinical, bro. Be very, very clinical. And on the flip side, we have West Ham, who defeated AEK Larnaca. To go on to the quarterfinals to face off against Ghent. Yes. So this is the only tie that I didn't even bother watching. Uh, just because I saw the first Good result, call. I think it was 2-0. Yeah. And I was like, ah, it's probably going to stay the same. So I just didn't even bother. West Ham gets the result. Not surprised. 6-0. 6-0 and ended? Mm-hmm. Ah, Jesus. Okay, well then, yeah, I'm definitely Favorites. not surprised. 
Definite favorites. That's a good game to go off of, but uh, say their next opponent is going to be a little difficult. I, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't know if I see them actually going to be... I don't know if I see them becoming Europa League Conference champions because last year we had the same example with Leicester. Leicester went in deep, oh, yeah. and they ultimately fell short, man. Fell short. I think... I don't know. I don't know if I trust these English squads specifically in the Conference League. Yeah. I don't know if I trust them because we got other squads here that see a genuine golden opportunity to win European silverware. And I think they want it just as bad as the West Ham, for example, brother. Exactly. That's actually a really good point because when you look at West Ham and Leicester, for example, last year, we're talking about mid-table teams. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about upper mid, like top seven, top six. We're talking about true mid-table teams. The definition of that is inconsistency. They can't consistently get results to push them into the upper echelon of their table in their domestic leagues. Whereas if they face an opponent that's flying really high in their own league, then maybe it levels the playing yeah, field a bit. Yeah. Maybe they don't have the same sort of squad talent. That momentum and that consistency that their opponent might possess might be enough to actually get the result for them. And maybe West Ham gets knocked out just like Leicester did last year. Yeah, that's a really good point. But I would still, I still have them winning this matchup and going to the semifinal. Who do you have coming out between these two teams? Damn it, I, this one's tough because I just have not seen West Ham play. So I'm purely going off of what I've seen Ghent do over their two legs against Bashak Shahir. Ghent are solid, man. They're a really good team. All I can say is it's going to be tight. That, that's it. I, I, I guess if I had to pick one, then sure, I guess coefficient-wise, they play in the You're Prem. Let's go West Ham. All but right, all right. Again, Ghent can make this very competitive. Okay. I know they can. Okay. And the last quarterfinal matchup we have is Anderlecht from Belgium facing off against the Netherlands, AZ Alkmaar. Two interesting squads here with Anderlecht having defeated La Liga side Villarreal 2-1 overall Stupid. and Lazio losing out to AZ Alkmaar as well. Both of them defeating solid squads in the process to get here. Who do you see winning? I saw that Anderlecht are having one of their worst like domestic leagues they've had in a couple decades. I think they're like 8th or 10th in their league, bro. In the Belgian league. They had a decent game against Villarreal, but I also think Villarreal are having a pretty poor season as well. As you could say the same thing about a lot of La Liga teams, to be completely honest. The game itself, Anderlecht Villarreal, in Spain, was an even contest. Honestly, I did not see either team just taking it to the other to want the result. Villarreal had more of the possession, they had more of the ball knocking it around, but they looked toothless up front. And I really do mean that. Sure, they had, like again, like 60 70% of possession, but I don't even know if they had a realistic good shot on goal. When it comes to that front three of most Spanish teams, there is zero ruthlessness. And I cannot stress that enough. I'm slowly becoming more anti-La Liga as I go through this new modern era of football. Just because from what I'm seeing from other leagues, there are just better formations of offense out there. Just better tactics. Way more direct. The Spaniards are a little timid. I'm just going to be completely honest because that is exactly what I saw in this Villarreal game. If they really wanted it, Villarreal should have won this game. They had everything to do so other than the finish. But, I mean, come on. The, the reason why you're out on the pitch is to score a fucking goal. And they didn't want it. Villarreal ultimately didn't want it. They lose to an eighth-place side in the Belgian league. And Anderlecht, at the end of the day, deserved it. Damn. They stayed in the game. They didn't let Villarreal bully them too much. And they took care of their chances in the rare moments that they got them. And at the end of the day, that's what matters most. 
So congratulations to Anderlecht. I just think it's going to be tough for them to go any further in this tournament because they themselves didn't play that well, but they were solid against a poor VRL side. And on the other side, bro, I have the exact opposite sentiment to say because AZ Alkmaar are playing some of the finest football in Europe right now, man. In Europe? With context. So what I mean by that is AZ Alkmaar are a upper mid t- or are an upper table team in the edit division. Yes. So in that regard, in that level, they're playing some of the best football. So basically, Conference League, Europa League football. Okay. They're, okay. they're not going to be in that Champions League tier. You know, of course, of They're course. not going to be top tier European football. But in the level that they're at right now, they're playing really top-notch football, man. I was fortunate enough to catch the game in the Netherlands against the mighty Lazio, a team who's had a, an interesting season. Maurizio Sarri trying to, you know, employ Sarri ball at the Italian Giants of Rome club here with Lazio. And they've had some high highs, but yep. also some low lows. Yep. That's the thing. I've seen Lazio play some incredible football this year. Like truly, truly incredible where there's just one, two-touch football, breaking lines and being really, really dynamic. Whether Sakanya on the left, Milinkovic Savic in the midfield kind of feeding those type of players. Or also who's having a really good season too, Felipe Anderson, who seems to only play well if he's in a Lazio jersey apparently, <laughs> yeah. bro. Because Jesus Christ, what a weird career he's had outside of Italy. They've flown high at certain points of the season, but they've definitely had some just interesting points of frustration, I would definitely say. But the night against AZ Alkmaar, dude, the game was so good. Just to summarize it very, very quickly... Alkmaar plays such a silky style of football. They really do. The emphasis is on advancing the ball as quickly as you can, but also at the same time, as smartly as you can. So they're not going to just send over a long ball and get it to their front three as quickly as they can. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is they're going to try and find the angles to get it to their front three as quick as possible. And that just leads to really entertaining offensive football, man. When you're playing triangles, when you're getting it into the midfield, but then quickly spitting it outside to the wide wingers, and then you have two midfielders crashing the boards, also the striker in the box. It's so entertaining, man. They're so skilled. They're very technical players. They're just a really fun team to watch play soccer, bro. I, I really do mean that. Some some standouts, I say, Kirkesh, the left back. He's like a robot. But what I mean by that is, He's just so technical. He's like, it's like he's programmed to do certain things in certain moments and he just executes them perfectly. He's a little stiff, but he's just so good. It's okay. so interesting okay. to see play. And then up top, you have the guy, uh, the Swedish player, Carlson, who had one of the craziest bangers I have seen in a while. I encourage you, I encourage everyone listening to this podcast to go watch Carlson's First goal in the second leg against Lazio for AZ Alkmaar. An absolute screamer, bro. The bend that he gets on this ball, I haven't seen a bend like that, again, like I said, in a long time. And at that point, they were actually down 1-0. So it was everything. The stadium was electric. The atmosphere low-key felt like a British team on a Champions League night. It was so captivating, bro. And then from that point on, they ended up getting a second goal to flip the result 2-1. What's crazy about that is they did the same thing in Italy. They conceded the first goal, but then they scored two unanswered goals to get the dub. They beat Lazio twice, once in Italy and obviously once in the Netherlands. And, dude, they're such a fun team to watch, playing really good football. And I'm really excited to see where they can go and, and what they can do in this fucking Conference League, bro. Because right now, they're the most fun team to watch in the Conference League. 
Would you go as far as saying that they're your pick to win it? I'm going to say yes. Right now, okay. Right now, I say the top two teams are Fiorentina and AZ Alkmaar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're not going to throw, throw in West Ham in there. That's the only problem is that I have not seen Anti- West Ham play in the English conference agenda. league. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. AZ over Anderlecht in this match. 100% in this one, I'm sure of. Okay. Alkmaar destroying okay. Anderlecht. I'll take your word for it. I won't question it. I don't know if I can follow you all the way through, brother. Right. I don't know because I think the way the bracket is set up is they are set to face off against either West Ham or Ghent in the semifinal. Yeah. And that could complicate things a lot. Yeah, I, I wonder how well West Ham are going to play because if they destroy Ghent, then I think West Ham can consider themselves favorites. But if it's a tight result and Alkmaar just do what they did against Lazio to Anderlecht, then I think it's going to be a way more even game than most people would probably give it credit for. Okay. The West ham Alkmaar lineup. Okay, so ultimately, you have a Fiorentina-Nice semifinal, as do I. And then I have a West Ham AZ semifinal. Do you have Ghent in the West in the semifinal? I'm gonna go say West Ham. And then okay. after that, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it AZ to the final. And oh, okay, so the and other then either side. Nice or Fiorentina. Okay, yeah, then let's go Fiorentina. Go I, Fiorentina. I think Fiorentina are playing better football than Nice. I really do. So a Fiorentina AZ Alkmaar would actually be incredibly entertaining it'd be awesome it'd be awesome awesome. to watch i do yeah i do think fiorentina has the easiest path to the for sure because they're facing off against a polish side right now i believe right either basil or nice which i don't think play amazing football uh whereas the other side of the bracket is insane in my opinion you got Anderlecht, who's playing really good in europe az who you said is super fun ghent who's another really strong belgian team and then west ham who's the premier league side in this tournament I got West Ham defeating AZ in the semifinal. I got an English team finally doing something with this tournament and making a name for themselves, representing the most powerful league in the world. I have Fiorentina against West Ham in the final. And I have Fiorentina winning it, bro. Yeah? I have Fiorentina winning it. I have Fiorentina winning it. I actually think they have some sort of juju going for them right now. In Europe specifically, good, not yeah. playing too well in Italy, but in Europe, their highs are very high and they're able to achieve some amazing plays amongst themselves. Fuck it, man. Let's go Italian here. I'm going to go with an Italian resurgence in Europe. And it starts with Italian side Fiorentina winning the conference league. Back-to-back years where an Italian side wins this tournament with Roma winning it last yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. That actually would be dope yeah. if that if that were to happen. If West Ham makes it to the final, I'm going to say West Ham win it. I think if they get there, they will just be on some sort of momentum, some sort of wave that will be really hard to knock down. Even though Fiorentina are playing good football, if West Ham get there, that's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, absolutely. If it's AZ, I actually could see it going either way. Yeah. I could see it going either way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. This is going to be a fun tournament, man. We'll check back when the final is getting closer. For sure. I can't wait for these quarterfinal games, man. Yep. It's going to be so fun. (laughs) 